Welcome to the Vineyard Church Weekly Message Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and challenged today as you listen to a message from one of our speakers. Prepare your heart and get ready to receive a word from God today. Part of our worship time is going to include some testimonies and baptisms today. So if you're new to the church, you may or may not know this, maybe you've been around for a while, but typically the last weekend uh, of the month, we uh, offer baptisms for people who have committed or recommitted their life to Christ. And so uh, basically, well, I'll talk about that in a little bit. Right now, I've got three folks, guys, that are going to be sharing their testimonies. And they'll come over here, Charles and Selena and Heidi, if you guys want to come over and come up on the edge of the stage here, that would be great. Um, uh, just a little bit of introduction. Basically, testimonies are God stories. They're people sharing of God's activity in their life. And so it's a privilege uh, to hear a few testimonies this morning. So Charles, I guess you're first. So come on over and everybody say, here's your part. You guys be nice. <laughs> smile. Everybody practice smiling right now because sometimes it can be a little nervous, you know, if standing a bunch of in front of a bunch of mean-looking people like you. Okay. Everybody say, hi, Charles. Ready? I'm ready. Oh. Wait, wait, let's start over. Everybody say, hi, Charles. Hi, Charles. Okay, so that's Hello. your cue. Okay, oh. go, go ahead. Got it. Uh, hi, I'm Charles. Uh, I was born into a Christian home. I grew up loving Jesus and was baptized at 12 years old. When I was 18, I slowly began to distance myself from Christ. I married an atheist at 23, and that drove me further away from Christ. I was in an abusive relationship and blamed my misfortune on God. I perceived my life to continue to grow sour, and I eventually became an atheist as well. In 2020, I began to pray, and this caused me to grow the courage to leave my abusive marriage I filed for a divorce and obtained primary custody of my two boys in the process. During the divorce process, my mother, Tanya Lacava, uh, would watch my boys on the weekend while I worked. On Sundays, she began taking them to church here at the vineyard. Once I left the department I was in and had weekends off work, I started attending the vineyard regularly. Since coming back to Christ, my life has been forever changed. I found kindness, love, and joy through Marlene. <clears throat> we began dating and were married last July. My family grew. I received a large family I always wanted. Career doors opened, education became easier. And finally, a lesson that I have recently learned through Jesus is to stop focusing on the next big adventure and start focusing on what's right in front of me. I was granted and taught peace. You ready, Selena? Yep. Everybody say, hi, Selena. Hello. Uh, okay. Today I'm getting rebaptized as a sign of my full surrender to an all worthy and almighty God. I'm going to get emotional. Okay. I've been blessed to know him for most of my life. My parents raised me to trust and seek him. 
He's been there for me to lean on for as long as I can remember. But looking back, I can see that I've stopped myself in a lot of ways from receiving his fullness. For a long time, I followed paths that I thought were right for me without seeking God's approval. And for a long time, I let the stronghold of fear and anxiety hinder my growth and run my life when what I needed to do was run to the cross. I'm shaking. Okay, somebody told me to hug you, okay, no, Okay, thank you. That probably doesn't help at all, does it? It does, it helps. Oh, okay, all right, good. If we need to, okay. I can hold that. Okay, okay, yeah, can you? I totally can. Thank you so much, okay. <laughs> Sorry, just messing with You're you. Fine. Go ahead. Okay, uh, for a few months now, the Lord has truly been transforming my life and mind. He's called me to transition basically everything in my life and posture myself in a way more pleasing to him. I physically feel so much lighter as I learn to rest on him and take on his yoke. I'm thankful for the Lord's grace and guidance in this season, and I'm eager to example Jesus well and live for him to the best of my ability. Awesome. Great job. <laughs> Hi, Heidi. Hi. You look nervous. It was her. Oh, it was her. <laughs> Everybody say hi, hi Heidi. Heidi. <laughs> I grew up in a Christian home, a pastor's daughter, and such a daddy's girl that I believed without question that God loved me. But before hitting double digits, however, a pain and a loneliness began to grow in me that I couldn't explain, let alone know how to fill. Praying and trusting God loved me didn't seem to help. In high school, I began a five-year relationship with someone who relentlessly confirmed I was no good. My 25-year self-destructive path began there. Someone was finally dumb enough to marry this mess, <laughs> and our home has had so much love over our 18-plus years, but my husband and my babies and my parents and few friends who didn't give up on me have watched and suffered through so much of my chaos. Alcohol abuse, drug addiction, depression, anxiety, attempts to leave them permanently, the list goes on. We have felt, maybe John more than me, <laughs> we have felt too broken to continue many times. And the pain and the guilt of hurting my babies while trying to stop hurting myself has been indescribable. When we came to the vineyard last year, we both felt the Holy Spirit in worship. And we joined the worship team. At least once a month when we played, or however many times we made it to church. I didn't want to die. I could play or sing and not want to die for those moments while the Holy Spirit spent time with me. The Holy Spirit began answering questions and he showed me in safe places and with safe people where the emptiness and the hurt in me began that I didn't remember. The absolute turning point was Kevin Clark's um, talk in October, which is on YouTube if you too want to be touched. <laughs> it hit me like a dumbbell that I could take the Holy Spirit with me everywhere and that I could not want to die throughout the week, too. These last three months have been an intense time of change. I'm not broken. I'm lovable. And all the things that I have been insecure about, I see as tools God gave me and to be thankful for them. I have begun being kind to myself. I am sober and all desire is gone. Life is still hard and there are messes to clean up. But I have a peace, and it is there for me as much as I ask. If anyone here feels like they're broken, 
or that you too are a waste of space, or if you've cried in the night on the bathroom floor for God to take you away, or you are convinced that God made a mistake when he made you, I get it. I totally get it. I'm absolutely living proof that there is hope. And while I don't know what took so long, I trust God's plan, and I'm determined to bring beautiful from my ashes. Okay, so uh, if you're getting baptized, you can head around that way and get ready for that. I'm going to move this over here. A little bit about uh, baptism. Um, baptism is an outward and public sign, I mean, we're all going to get to watch, of something that is more important than the whole water thing. It's an outward sign of what God's been doing on the inside of a person, which is washing. And uh, even from those testimonies, uh, likely some of us are aware of how Life just gets, for lack of a better term, muddied up, muddled up, messed up. And so baptism is a sign that these people have decided the answer to the messed up is Jesus Christ. And so a couple things that will happen, uh, they'll come up and they'll get here into the hub with the leaders here, uh, just so you know, they will be asked three questions. So if they're up there talking, you, you'll know what's going on. The first question is something like this. Do you believe that Jesus is the savior of the world? And they'll answer the question. My guess is they'll answer it. Yes. The, the second question is, has you, have you made Jesus your personal savior? And they'll answer yes. The last question is a lordship question. And it'll be something like this. Are you going to, as best as you can, live your life, not for yourself, but for him? Are you going to switch direction and follow Christ? And they'll answer that question. And then uh, the leaders will take them and they'll baptize. They'll take them under the water and they'll baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So that's what's about to happen. Our job is to watch. We can celebrate. Chances are there'll be a a point where we can applaud and celebrate with them and uh, uh, be thankful to the Lord for his activity around here and especially in these moments, his activity in these people's lives. Let me pray and we'll get into the sacrament of baptism. Father, we need a bigger word than just thanks because the impact of your activity is huge. But we do just uh, try to express our gratitude to you for your activity in these people's lives. And we add our prayers to the so many prayers that they've probably prayed. But we add our prayers. God, would you just bless them? Pour out your power, your love. Uh, pour out the Holy Spirit as they walk through this sacrament, this holy moment of baptism. In Jesus' name.
Amen.
I'm going to interrupt. Uh, did you see little Heidi up on the screen when she said, is that her hollering back there? When she did this, did you notice when she came up out of the water and, and she went, did you, I don't know, did you see that? Was I the only one? Did she actually do that? Okay, she, she did that. So I, I just about busted out in a cry on that, with that, that thing there. Uh, sit down. I, if you would be seated for a moment, that would be great. Here's the deal. Uh, some of our lives are messy. Stretch that a little bit. All of our lives are messy. But sometimes it, there's different degrees of mess. Does that make sense? Um, that's because years ago, sin entered the picture. Sin is when we're far from God, when we don't honor God. Sin can, be, can happen to us, right? There's times when our life gets messy and it wasn't really our sin that brought the mess. It was that other thing that brought the mess to us. Sometimes the mess in our life is our own fault because we're the one who, right? But it just gets messy. And so in real simple terms, becoming a Christian is acknowledging the mess of sin and then running or walking or kneeling something toward Jesus Christ who is the answer for the mess of sin. So oftentimes in testimonies, the gospel is more clear than any other time in church. It just, I've watched that for years. So we're going to pause in case there's anyone that's sitting now that is out there thinking as the testimonies are going, your heart is aching because you're like, I want to, like that thing, that thing that's happening there in their life with this whole God stuff, like I want that to happen in my life, which is basically a confession of, I need help. <laughs> And I need this God stuff. And just to emphasize something, I think we must be living in a world where our own self-image and worth is getting torn up. I think there's a lot of people that don't understand that, you know, there's a lot of voices talking about, I know I'm no good and I don't have value and I'm a, all that stuff. And uh, the answer to that is getting to know God who has declared our value when he paid for you with the death of his own son. That's how you know the value of something. It's how much somebody will pay for it. And when he sent Jesus, Jesus declared that we are valuable to God. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? And so I'll stop rambling now because I'm probably not helping. If you need God, Jesus Christ in your life, I'm gonna invite you to stand where you are. We're gonna pray a prayer for you. Ready? Go. Anybody? Thanks. Yep. Anybody else? Yeah. Wonderful. 
yeah, this is, you're just, you don't even have to know exactly what's going on except for, I, there's something going on in here and I want God. Anybody else? We're just gonna, we're gonna pray for you. Just a side note, most of the time when this kind of thing is happening, there are real urges to stand up and there's also a real fear of like, I'm not sure I wanna do this. Uh, welcome to life. There's opposition to some of the best things that you can ever do. There's opposition. Let me just pray for a moment. In Jesus' name, I just ask for freedom in this room. Lord, if you are tapping someone on the shoulder or you are pulling on their heart, we just say in Jesus' name that they have the ability to stand. So right now, we're just asking if you should be standing for this commitment to Christ and you haven't yet, I just uh, invite you to be courageous and stand. Is there anybody else? All right. For those of you that are standing, okay, wonderful. For those of you that are standing, chances are for some of us, this is a recommitment to Jesus or it's what the Bible calls being born again, which is you get a new start at life. And we are all about this at the church. So following this prayer, uh, we would uh, love to just get your name and try to help you have an amazing walk with God. And so I'll have you go over here to Pastor Keith uh, while we finish with some worship. It's all right. Now, church, we're going to pray for everybody who's standing. Okay? So, okay, let's try to do this. Can we have the house lights up a little bit or is this just, I'm just going to mess you guys up, aren't I? Ah, look at that. It's a miracle. Let's pray. Father, we pray for everybody that's standing up right now. A lot of us remember the times when you've called us to this same thing. We pray, Father, in Jesus' name, that the Lord of creation, Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, would come into their life and do what only he can do. Bring hope. Add value. He would say to you guys that are standing, I love you. And not only that, I like to say it this way. He looks and says, I like you. He likes you. He would die on a cross for you. There is so much power in his death on the cross for you. So we pray, Father, for new starts, fresh new life. We pray that you would take them on the journey where the old, the past, becomes dim and goes away, and new things come their way, better things. We pray for a closeness with you, Lord. We thank you for Jesus who is the way, the truth, and the life and brings it to us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. If you're standing and you're willing, would you go over here and get a card from Pastor Keith just so we can have record of this? And I know that takes courage too, but would you all stand? Everybody stand, but those of you that were standing for commitment, just go over and get a card and fill that out and give it back to him. If you would, that would be great. Let's applaud the people that just stood up and committed their life to Christ. Are we that, we're that far behind, aren't we? Wait. I will sing, I will sing, I will sing my praises to you. I will sing. I will live my praises to you. 
Thanks for listening to the Vineyard Church Weekly Message Podcast. We pray you were impacted by this message. God bless and see you next time.